Good morning, Shannon. Oh, good morning, Julie. How you doing after last week? I know vulnerability is a kind of a tough one. Yeah, I like definitely had my moment after where I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, why did I share all those things? Why was I so vulnerable? You know, and like, why did I just let everybody have a glimpse into my personal life? Great. But <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? And like, hopefully our little stories of vulnerability yeah. shed some light onto, you know, the importance of letting our guards down and doing it for the sake of connecting with others and loving others. I totally agree. And I had the exact same thoughts. Why did I decide to share about one of my greatest heartbreaks on uh the website for everyone to hear, but uh, you're right. It's, I guess that's what girl talk is all about. That's what we talk about all the time. So hopefully, yes, it's worth it. And um, I'm excited today to talk about friendship because that is continuing our girl talk pillars. And because we had to take that tough stab at vulnerability, we're able now to move into this connection of friendship. So it's still important, still deep, hopefully a little bit lighter, but who knows? Let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. No, that's good. Um, I think that's kind of cool too, because obviously we have 10 years of friendship under our belt. So I think it'll be kind of fun to reminisce, but also keep each other honest, because I feel like we've seen different friendships coming in and out of our lives too. We've been like witnesses to those. So I think who better than us two cool cats? <laughs> who do, uh, do we remind you of anyone, Shannon, or are we just like classically Julian Shannon all the time? No, 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 Julie, you know this. I am a true believer that you are just like Anna Green Gables. And <laughs> because I have I, red hair. Yes, mostly because you have red hair. She does accidentally dye it green at one point, I think. No, but. that is because of the boy. What's his toes? Gilbert. <laughs> she doesn't believe it. Oh, no, Anyways, she does. Never mind. I take it back. Anne and Diana. Anne is like the red hair, like, uncontrollable imagination, ambitious, and her like redeeming quality is that she can like find the good in anyone, anywhere and bring people together, which is Julie Larkin all the way. (laughs) And then Diana is the like dark featured, dark brown hair, Anne's best friend. And she confides in Anne and Anne's really good to her, but Diana's also really good to Anne. That's right. And I guess you could say that Diana's more of just like the rock of support. So I think that's who we are. Anne is like, okay, of course, just like Julie Larkin, loves everything gooey and loving and friendshipy. And she says this quote, which I think is so funny. She calls them bosom buddies because they've been friends forever. And she also calls... <laughs> Um, herself and Diana, kindred spirits, which is like her glamorous way of saying best friends. And she has this really funny quote where she says, kindred spirits are not so scarce as I used to think. It's splendid to find out there are so many of them in this world. And I just think that's really cute. I love that. I think it's so sweet. And I love the phrase kindred spirits. My mom and I always say that too, and how it's, it's so neat to connect with so many people in our lives. And to really know when, uh, when someone like sees the same world that you do and just appreciate mm. it just as much, you know? Um, yeah. and I think like you were saying, Anna and Diana go on these adventures together and ideally friends, they're the ones that walk by our side, you know, they're walking together on their journey, which we always say at Girl Talk and they act as these mirrors that reflect who we are and what we believe and where we want to go from the best and the worst moments. 
you know? Yeah. I think that's a really good description of friendship. And like, even when you're saying that, I'm like, oh, Julie's done all those things for me. I wouldn't be me without a little bit of you. And like, you've been there through so many of my huge moments in life and continue to be there during the good and the bad and the ugly. I don't think friendship is necessarily about time or like how long you've been friends with somebody, but I do think that it has a lot to do with us continuing to show up for each other and like what we do with that time and being present to each other within that time. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And to the point of kindred spirits, I mean, you can see someone recognizing a truth in you. So whether it is the time or or the experiences you've had together, I think it's, it's beautiful. I think it also goes back to what we were talking about last time with vulnerability. If a friend is willing to be vulnerable with us in any way and it kind of opens up, I think those are the moments where I've experienced these kindred spirit moments. And, you know, the qu- another quote that we always love, we were talking about C.S. Lewis last time, and there's a quote from him that I absolutely love. And I didn't realize it was C.S. Lewis because, you know, our mentor in college, Jamila, she would always say this quote, which we love. So it comes um, from Jamila. <laughs> so it comes from Jamila in our minds, but of course it's really C.S. Lewis. And she would always say, what, you too? I thought that I was the only one. And so we'd always talk about these you too moments where friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what, you too? And it's just like, wow, we see life the same way or, or we both appreciate this TV show or we both love this this sense of adventure going hiking or we, you know, whatever it is in our lives, we see the same truth and love it together. So I just love that quote of how this, this is where we find friendship in that connection. I think that has a whole rainbow of it too. Like it can be as small as we both love the same anthropology candle, or it can be like, oh wait, you're really struggling with X, Y, and Z. Me too. Like, I think there's a whole entire spectrum of that connection that really gets things going. That's a great point. That's such a great point. From the little to the tough stuff. And thinking about connection, you know, friendship is born at that moment. That's where we find that connection and then it can grow and build. And so, you know, I love this, Shannon. We, we always talk about the connection cake at Girl Talk. Picture, picture a, a wedding cake, like a three-layered tiered cake that starts really big at the bottom. It's just layered on, layered on with all this trust. We always talk about how friendship needs this huge layer of trust at the bottom that is just so solid and strong and the rest of the cake and the rest of a friendship can't exist without this trust. So picture trust all layered on, smoothed on at the bottom, and then you move up one layer and then we have the layer of affirmation. First we trust, then we affirm. And we're not just talking about, oh, I like your hair today. Ooh, your shoes are so cute. No, no, no. Not surface level affirmations, but but the genuine affirming of, of someone's dignity, right? Of our, our worth and celebrating who we are as people. And that's super important to come after the trust, after we know this person really sees me for who I am. And then to affirm and validate, uh, again, that worth in us. So we trust we affirm. And then once we have those two really solidly in place, then at the very tip top, the tiniest little layer of the cake <laughs> is the challenge, right? We, we can't just trust and affirm and, and sit comfortably there. We believe this is our mission in Girl Talk. You know, we want our friends to be the best women we can be. 
so we're challenging each other to, to be better people, to be our best selves. But the, the order and the position on that cake is so important because that challenge cannot be the biggest layer. It cannot be the first thing that we say to someone when we meet them. Hey, Shannon, uh, uh, nice to meet you. I think you should change X, Y, and Z. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't go over well, I don't think. But, but to have that at the top, and then we start right back over again, you know, and then we continue to build trust. We continue to affirm, we continue to challenge. And hopefully our friends are doing the same for us that we just keep building these beautiful layers. And at the end of the day, then we get to have a delicious piece of cake, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yummy. It's actually kind of funny. I described that to my friend Amy one time and she said, Julie, oh my gosh, I feel like that describes every single one of our conversations that we've ever had. <laughs> Trust a firm challenge. I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. Julie's just this silent baker trying to make cakes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's so funny. What do you think, Shannon? Does that ring true for you and your friendships? This, this idea of trust a firm challenge. Have you seen that in your life? Yeah. When you were like going through a trust a firm challenge, I was like, oh yeah, like this friend I have, like I can like specifically remember like building the cake with them. When I think about trust and building upon vulnerability and sharing and getting to know each other. Like I think of my really good friend, Sean, we both work together and in medicine, it's like this weird unwritten rule that like you can't be vulnerable at work. And Mm -hmm. I remember for the first time, like this friend, Sean came and walked up to me and it was middle of the night, night shift, and just like sat down, pulled up a chair, started talking, like sharing about himself and like confiding in certain ways too. And I was like blown away. I was like, you're sharing with me. Like you're (laughs) trusting me with that. And like, because he trusted me, I felt comfortable to like lend things to him and like to share things with him and build that trust, you know? Yeah. Um, Like he, he shared a little vulnerability with you and then you were able to build on that connection. Right. Right. And I think that just continues to grow. I continuously know that like he's always there for an honest conversation and he is always there to be there for my conversations that I need to share. And then mm-hmm. um, awesome. when you started talking about a firm, immediately the first friend who came to mind was my good friend, Emily. And, you know, we've been best friends since my freshman year of college, move-in day. But the thing that I just love about Emily is I could tell her anything and she wouldn't flinch. Hmm. Like she is just there to like hear me out, to listen to me. She'll accept me when I have these huge grandiose ideas. She'll accept me when I'm not making the best decisions. It doesn't mean she doesn't challenge me, Hmm. but like she at least takes it all in that no judgment free zone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good friend. Sounds like a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) What about challenge? Did anyone, uh, that's a tough one, right? Did anyone come to mind or any friendships that um, you feel like you both are able to challenge each other well? Yeah, I think like even in just like a simple way, I think of my friend Lauren and we both went to nursing school together and she was my challenge buddy. She was the one that would be like, all right, Janet, go study or all right, Janet, you need coffee or just like a really good accountability partner in that way. But even like continuing into adult life, like she's the friend who has no problem calling me out being like, it's been six months. Let's hang out. Mm. Or, 
you know, just like, Shannon, you keep making up excuses. Just do the thing. You know, <laughs> I think she, but like gracefully, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and again, like we wouldn't be at that challenge stage if I didn't trust her. And if yeah. she didn't take me where I was and affirmed me, I don't know. Lauren has just definitely been like a huge champion for me and like a huge cheerleader. And with that, I think comes a person who can challenge you in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That even makes me think of joking around with friends and, you know, I love to be sarcastic and we can tease each other and, you know, just be sassy with friends. And it's been interesting that some people have been really sarcastic with me. And even though I am sarcastic, if I don't know that there's that layer of trust and affirmation already built in, it's so easy for me to take offense very easily. And I'm like, are they serious? Are they kidding? But if I know, wow, we have this really solid foundation built in. I know they love me. I know they trust me and they crack a joke. I it's hilarious. And it's so fun to banter back and forth. But I think that that trust really needs to be in place for sure. Right. Right. Julie, I'm just like even thinking about us and our friendship and where we trust, where we affirm, where we challenge. Like, I think I know those pretty well, but just overall, like, I'm wondering, like, what do you think are qualities of a good friend or like, what are the most amazing qualities I have is really what I'm asking. (laughs) Oh, Shannon, would you like some affirmation station? Is that, is that what you need right now? No, but really like what's, what's a good friend to you? Or like, how could I be a better friend to you? Like, what are your, what's your criteria? (laughs) Oh, this is a, that's a good question. I think, I think first and foremost, it's just friends who believe in my worth, you know? So I guess kind of related to what I was just saying, it's, or maybe that's more the affirm part of the connection cake. Have you ever been around a person that you know thinks you're just less than, that you're like unworthy? When I'm around people like that, I just crumble. <laughs> I turn mm-hmm. from the most confident woman in the world to someone who can't even string a sentence together. And But it it's the opposite that occurs when I'm with someone who unconditionally believes in me, right? It's, I feel like I could totally fly and I could do anything. And, and I know I'm supported by a good friend and someone who will always have my back regardless if I fail or succeed, right? It's not just someone who's like trying to come along for the ride, but they're going to be with me through the ups and the downs and all the ugliness. So I think for me, that's probably the most important thing that someone who just sees me and sees my value as a person and then, of course, you know, I see the, the same in them. And okay, and I, I know we, we love our quotes on here. I just, I think my brain just thinks in quotes. <laughs> this just reminds me of one that I love. Is it C.S. Lewis again? It's not C.S. Lewis. It's not C.S. Lewis. But I love probably any quote from him. No, this is by Edmund Lee. And he says, surround yourself with the dreamers and the doers, the believers and the thinkers. But most of all, surround yourself with those who see greatness within you, even when you don't see it in yourself. And that just speaks so strongly to me, just the way as friends that we can see the value in one another. So that's probably the biggest, Shannon. Noted. (laughs) And you do that all the time. I mean, this is why I truly, I think that we as friends through all these years, we can have these moments you know, we're, we're building a girl talk together. We're hanging out, we're seeing each other, we're building a friendship. And I know that there is that trust and affirmation in you. And even when we have maybe some tough times or we have to have hard conversations that, you know, I love, 
we're able to, we're able to conquer them and get through them because I know that you do believe in me and you know that I believe in you. Yeah. So it does I, make a difference. it's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. Other things in friendship to answer your question that I think are really important for me. I love when friends let me play. I love to tease and be silly. So if I'm sassy with you, you know, I definitely consider you a friend. Um, <laughs> so there you go. I think it's important that friends fight for each other. I know I'm super grateful to the friends who will fight for me in our friendship, um, who will be there when the, when the world stops turning. Mm-hmm. Um, friends who continually help me to be the best version of myself. Um, and I think just who are sincere and honest, you know, that again, through the good, the bad, the fun, through all of the parts of friendship that we continue, continue to be sincere and honest with each other. How about you? What do you think? What are your, uh, Friend criterias, lady. My friend criterias. I don't know. I just think like overall it means so much to me to enter a friendship that offers acceptance from like accepting your past, accepting your faults, accepting your beliefs, accepting what you have to offer, accepting my work schedule, like accepting (laughs) my quirks, accepting my dreams. Like I just think that's so big for me. Like I just... I, I love it when friends metaphorically like sign the dotted line and say like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm ready. I'm signed up to love you. I think that's really big for me. <laughs> I know I've said this before, but like I do need like an imperfect friend. Like <laughs> I cannot be friends with somebody until I know something is wrong with you. Like <laughs> I need to know that you have a fault somewhere. You have a quirk somewhere you've messed up before because I've done a lot of that. I just need to know, just give me your ugly. Cause I am there to champion you through it. It's just, I need that. I need it. I need it. Shannon, you kill me. You are so funny. You say this all the time and it just cracks me up every time because I mean, you know what I love about it is that everybody thinks this way. Everybody thinks this way, but you say it out loud, which I love. Yeah, I even think of like friends you've tried to introduce me to. You're like, they're perfect. You're going to love them. And I'm just like, Julie, what's wrong with them? Like, that's what I want to know. See, yes. Thank you for giving me the heads up because now I will no longer say you need to meet so-and-so. They're perfect. Now I say you need to meet so-and-so. They messed up in this way and that way and that way. And here you go. And you yes, sign me up. We'll be best friends. I need to know that they're not perfect. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. Shannon, I know you have some quotes about friendship. Why don't you share? Uh, why don't you share one that you think? I do. Like? I do. I think kind of like tying back to how like I need the friend that accepts me. One of my favorite quotes that is not C.S. Lewis. I don't think. Oh gosh, is it? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, is a friend is someone who knows you as you are, understands where you've been, accepts what you have become, and still gently allows you to grow. That's Guess true. who said it? <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Gosh, we switched it up for one. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Uh, I love that quote too. I think I love I- it. And I it's so girl talk, you know. Totally. Totally. It's exactly what Girl Talk believes. And it just perfectly embodies, I think, why friendship is this core pillar here at Girl Talk. I think it's a key component in our journey towards healing, you know, to to have a sister walk along the journey with you, to have a friend walk with you. It makes makes it just supportive and easier to get through, you know. That's why Girl Talk started. It, It was to provide that support along the journey. And that's why I love in your Shakespeare quote, it's 
The friend knows you as you are, understands where you have been, and accepts what you have become while still gently allowing you to grow. I just think that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, friendship really is a wonderful thing, right? Like when I think of friendship, I literally think of it as the thing that gets me through life, you know? And I don't know. I like also just can't help but thinking of how hard friendship is. You know, friends are hard to make and friends are hard to keep. It's hard to be a friend to yourself. And with friendship comes heartbreaks and with friendship comes fights. I don't know. It's just, I do love the beauty and the joy of friendship, but I also think that we're doing a disservice if we don't acknowledge that, like, it is a commitment and, you know, it is, commitment's tough. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I can think of so many little hurts too, right? We're talking about friendship is great and it is. I love what you're saying about commitment because when we're willing to, just like vulnerability, take that risk and be that friend, it, it comes with some of the hard stuff too. I mean, like everyone, I think I can think back to friends who, you know, I've talked behind my back or friends that I was super close with that, you know, decided they didn't want to be friends anymore friends that were super fun, that are super fun to be around and maybe forget to ask me about my day or I forget to ask them about their day. We talk about the challenge part of friendship. Oof, that's like, oh, it's so hard. You know, it's so hard. Um, I think I've definitely been on both sides of that equation. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I was like, I can also like remember times where I've been the friend that's fallen short. I've been the friend who's been too busy to hang out, or I've been the friend that's too stubborn to see your side. Yep. It's, yep. it's hard. It's super hard. You and me both, lady. I think, I think there's real beauty in us recognizing that though. You know, yeah. um, it's not always fun to navigate those difficult moments of friendship when maybe we don't agree with someone or we see them hurting themselves in some way, or, or they challenge us in, in ways they call us out for how to be better. But I think it's really good for us to to recognize the places where we have fallen short and then and then to kind of give ourselves a little space and grace, you know, and then we just get back up again. We we take another step forward and maybe that's an apology. Maybe that's a simple text to let them know that we're still thinking of them. Uh, maybe a surprise visit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, friendship, I think regardless of the hurt and regardless of the messiness of it all, I think friendship truly is a gift right? Like friendship does offer us so much, the joy, the positivity. And, you know, there's so many just little moments that make life worth it, that make so many things worth it, just because friendship is the thing that like spices it up, you know? Yes, I agree. And there have been so many happy moments in friendships, right? I mean, I'm thinking about when my friends surprised me on my 19th birthday from college, they surprised me at home and they got the whole group together. We had a giant pool party and a a massive football game, uh, CUA versus William and Mary. I wish I could say that my college won. But <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave that up to the imagination. Um, you know, friendship, super great. I mean, even, you know, we just had this big gala and that was a huge overhaul, as you know so well, Shannon. And it was a lot of work and I was getting super stressed and anxious about it. And and then to come home and find my friend Steph and Maura just sitting on the porch with wine and pizza, just what a gift. What a gift of friendship. I love connecting with friends even across the country to be able to, to call Mary out in California, even though we're miles away, and just to continue to have those heart-to-hearts and, and really know that you're not alone, right? That's, 
that's always the crux that we're, we're not alone in this journey, that we have support, that we have good people in our lives who will love us through thick and thin. Right. Right. Well, Julie, since we've both experienced the hurts in friendship, but also these awesome moments of joy in friendship. And since I think we're, you know, two of the greatest friends of all time, (laughs) I thought that maybe we could take a stab at answering some questions from our Girl Talk community. We um, sent out an Instagram poll this week and asked you all, like, what questions do you have on friendship? So we have, I think, five or six questions that we're going to go through that we handpicked. Okay. And maybe just go through them a little bit. What do you think? Cool. I love it. All right. What do we got? All right. All right, Julie. First question. Ooh, tough one. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's start. Right now. Don't no, no, it will be good. Tough one. It will be good. Oh, no. Shannon, I fine. have a question for you. I have a question. Fine, 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 fine. From, oh. our, from our Insta people. Okay. <laughs> okay. How do you maintain college friendships? Or in college, I guess. It just says, how do you maintain college friendships? All right. I think what makes college friendships so awesome is that they are like at your fingertips, right? Sally's dorm is right next door to yours and Rebecca's class is right next to yours. So you can experience everything together where once you leave college, I think you need to form like a new sense of closeness because they're not right next door. So I think things that I definitely do is I love writing letters, especially to friends who like aren't nearby. I know I've said this plenty of times, but I do really think that it's like a little visit to have like your handwritten note in their mailbox. I think that's really powerful and phone calls, but also like reunions. I remember like my first year after college, like we all got together on New Year's. Nobody had to take off work. We were already all off. Everybody's family is different, but I know like New Year's isn't like the huge family holiday as like a Thanksgiving or something. So like we made it our holiday. I think too, though, like maintaining college friendships after college, you have money for the first time in your life or like, (laughs) at least for me, like I had money for the first time. So like, I remember that first paycheck feels so good. (laughs) Right. Like I remember after a few paychecks, me and my good friend Amanda were like, why don't I like, let's go on a little girl's vacation. And you know, it doesn't have to be huge and luxurious. Yes. We went to Mexico to an all-inclusive resort, (laughs) but I think it's really fun if you just did like a little girl's weekend, just a town over or just like the city in your state, you know, like whatever it is, just as like a little escape. Yeah. Or if you can't afford that, you know, like uh, me and my friends, you just go out on the porch and you just make pancakes and uh, have a little breakfast thing together. Yeah. And that's super fun. And my friends also, after college, we, we went to, we made Labor Day our holiday. That was Mm. like our friend's holiday. We did a little um, getaway, which was uh, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's interesting too, like especially during these times of COVID, what communities are we seeking out? Even though it's been five years, I just had a Zoom conversation with people who I lived with my junior year of college. And, you know, like, regardless of how much time has passed, I still want to connect with those people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway. Well, that goes back, that goes back to the time thing that you were saying. I love it. So even, you know, maybe it doesn't even take all that much time to build a friendship. Yes, it does, but you can, we can still have friends at different moments in our lives. And I love that even you're going back to those junior year college friends and it probably doesn't even matter how much time has passed. You guys still can enjoy each other's company and, and appreciate each other just the same way. Right. Right. All right, Julie, one more 
question for you that I think is kind of like a good jumping question. The next one is how do you make new friends in the real world post-grad? Ooh, okay. I think one of the most important things is just to, just to be open, you know, just be willing to make new friends, be willing to initiate. I think a lot of us, sometimes it's intimidating to, to think, oh my gosh, am I the only one who's trying to connect with new people, who's trying to make new friends? And I think for the majority of people, the reality is that they're looking to, and that it's just about making that first step and that if you're really sincere and honest, I think people are genuinely open and, and wanting more connection. So I think that's the first step. Just be sincere and honest and open. Be willing to initiate. I would, yeah, um, even ask someone if they want to go out and grab a drink or grab a coffee or just talk to them one-on-one. And if that's, if that's really hard in terms of timing because we all have crazy schedules, maybe not as much now. But even if you're like at a happy hour with a lot of people, just just to be intentional about having a good conversation with the person next to you and like really get to know someone rather than keeping it surface level. Yeah. I'd say those are some good things after college ways to get to know people. Yeah. Joining groups. Joining groups. I think kind of like back to the first question, like in college, it's like so easy to spend all night together and be like, let's watch movies all night long or like (laughs) spend all day together and be like, let's just throw Frisbee on the quad for four hours. Or like once you're a young adult and you have a job, you have responsibilities and other things like that. Friendship, I feel like doesn't look as grandiose, you know, like for me, I just really appreciate the check-ins or if a new friend, you know, reaches out to me with like, Hey, like, I know you love the shampoo. I found a coupon in the newspaper. (laughs) I know that sounds so silly, but to me, that's like, Oh, wow. Like, they They're thinking of me. Time for me. Right. Or it, it, friendship looks different too. It's doing things for each other. It's like, hey, can you come house it? Or hey, can you help me pick this out for my new apartment? I think it just looks different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I read a really great article. I think it was in Verily about just ways to spend time as friends together when your time is crunched. And I love some of the examples that I started doing with, with friends. It was like, okay, you don't have time necessarily to have just a sit down coffee date. But if you're going to go to the gym, have someone come and be your workout buddy. My mm-hmm. friend Colleen and I started working out together and then Nicole and I did a couple of years ago as well. And, and that, that was so good. We're, we're getting a workout. We're getting quality time. Even they suggested doing laundry with a friend, whether that's in person or, you know, you call them over the phone while you're folding your laundry. Awesome. You know, you have to do that. And it, it's great time to be with friends. I think it's neat to just find these little ways to be intentional. But uh, we said joining groups. And that was kind of a cool thing that I did uh, after college. Even now, it's, you know, signing up for a sports league, you know, play soccer on the mall or play dodgeball or kickball, or do something fun, um, you know, grab some drinks afterwards. I think all those things that are just fun and, and get people excited and competitive um, are great ways to meet, meet new people. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get get another question here, Shannon. Okay, what do you do about the friend? We're talking about great ways to get together with people, um, but what do you do about the friend who says that they miss you and wants to hang out but never makes plans? Ooh, good question, good question. I've also totally done that friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think number one, like be merciful. Even in the last podcast, like I think about all the times my friend Megan would leave voicemails, but I just like wasn't okay. Like I did like thinking about having that conversation or meeting her 
just sounded exhausting to me and sounded like exactly what I didn't need it, didn't need. So I think for sure, you know, just like be merciful, be graceful, like give them, give them some time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. cause adulthood is hard and friendship is hard. Like we've discussed. So, you know, I think just offering that space and grace, like Julie likes to say, but I think too, being the friend who's been on the side of like trying to initiate plans and they never want to hang out. Like, I think you also need to decide, do you really want to make this happen? Is this a friendship that you really mm-hmm. want? Is this time that you really want to put towards it? Cause I think we need to accept that, you know, some friends are our kindred spirits and some friends aren't. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think we really need to make time for the people who are kindred spirits And I think that, you know, we need to be okay with a more space and more time between meetups with friends who aren't. If you decide this is somebody who you really do want to see, put it on the calendar. And like, I know Julie, you and I both do this. We literally will send out dates and times (laughs) for a time we can meet with them two months from now, three months from now. But if this is something you really want to happen, like, you need to pull out the calendar and yeah. you need to say, this is where we're going and this is when. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it just kind of like comes down to that, you know? Yeah. It goes back to your your commitment that you were talking about with friends. And Shannon, that's something you do super well. I, I got to say, I mean, you you make plans with friends, whether that's me or other friends, and you're like, okay, I'm showing up. Even if, you know, it's always like the day of, I'm like, are we still doing this? You're like, of course we are. Like, this is what's <laughs> happening. I planned for it. And it, it means so much. It's, it's really yeah. great. Yeah. All right, Julie, are you finally ready for the tough conversation? Uh, No, go ahead. All right. One question that we got from our Instagram polls was how do you navigate or leave toxic friendships? Ugh. Ugh. This is so tough. I think it goes back to sincerity and what we were saying before about just having honest conversations, honest relationships. I think sometimes that I think sometimes it can feel so overwhelming when we're in if we're having a fight with a friend or if we're really struggling in a specific friendship. I know for me it's been really easy to just become all consumed in that and that's all I can think about and I'm so hurt and I'm so mad and how could she not understand where I was coming from and I'm sure she's thinking the exact same thing about me. So I think in those moments it's important to just kind of like step back and be sincere and honest. I know I've had to be honest with myself in terms of, okay, am I really hearing her? Am I really hearing Mm -hmm. what she has to say? Or am I just kind of like making things up in my mind or being too prideful or whatever the case may be? I think that's the first major step. And then having to your point, you know, are these the kindred spirits? Are these the friends that I do see in my life and not making that decision in a split second? I think really thinking through it, I'm praying about it and just kind of figuring out like, okay, what's my next step? Should I, should I go and talk to her about it? Is this something that she needs to hear? Do I need to give a little challenge? Do I need to accept a little challenge? Having those open conversations and, and being willing to kind of like wrestle through it. These are not pretty or, or, or fun. And then, you know, if, if it's a, if it's someone who maybe isn't meant to be in your life forever, then, then being okay with just not being as close with that person. I think that's a huge loss sometimes that we just expect friendship to remain the same. You know, we always used to hang out. We always used to get together on Tuesday nights or we always used to talk and text every single day. And if that's not the case, that's hard. But I I think, yeah, giving ourselves space and grace, how to navigate, it's tough. But just like seeing, 
seeing the end of the tunnel, not becoming all consumed in it, I think is important. Um, and being willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. I think this is like 1% of cases too, but I think I'm usually the type of person that will like fight to the end to make a friendship work because I do believe in that commitment. But I can say like, I have been in one friendship before that, like they weren't showing me respect and they weren't celebrating my worth. And I know my actions weren't showing them respect either. In that moment, it is really healthy to leave the friendship, you know, and to weed your friend garden. Again, I'm like, don't advise this for everyone. I think that that really is a really courageous step. I think it's really important to understand, like you were even saying earlier, Julie, like your favorite friends and your like number one quality is somebody who celebrates your worth. Yeah. And if yeah. that's not happening, like, I don't think you need to stick around. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think you're doing them a service and yourself a service by loving them by leaving, you know? Yeah. Um, Which again is, is just, is so tough. It's so tough. And I think we do have to respect ourselves. I've, yeah. I've also been in friendships, which is, it's been kind of cool to see where I've had those moments and we, we did need to take some time apart because there wasn't that mutual respect. And even years later, we've kind of come back together. That's and awesome. That's, that's just been the coolest, most beautiful thing. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do we dare, yeah. Shannon, do we dare approach the age old question? <laughs> Yes, I love this. Tell me. Really. Tell me. Can men and women truly be friends? Can men and women truly be friends? What do you think? I think yes. Just because I have so many male friendships. And if we're being honest, it's it's easier for me to be friends with men than it is with women. I think that there's this awesome thing that comes with that sense of sisterhood and I want it and I want it so badly and I seek it, but it's just easier for me to make friends with men. I don't know if it's just the growing up with only a brother thing, but I can't make that excuse because I know you have three brothers, (laughs) but um, no, I think it's possible. I will say it has been messy in my past too, but I think what's really important is to like consider boundaries and like what your physical boundaries are and what your emotional boundaries are. For me, it's really easy to say he's my friend, so I'm not going to hold his hand and I'm not going to kiss him and I'm not going to hug him for longer than two seconds or whatever the laws are. Like, I think for me, it's really easy to like know what those physical boundaries are. I will say where it gets a little harder for me is the emotional boundaries because you want to share and you, like we've been saying, like friendship is all about, you know, that trust affirm challenge and you can't do that without confiding in each other. And I think it's really hard, especially with a male to decipher, like, am I sharing this to build a friendship or am I sharing this to make a romantic connection? (laughs) And I think it's really hard in those moments to be honest with yourself. And I think in those moments is where I have found myself in trouble before. So I'm saying it can be messy, but I'm also saying that I think being friends with men is super fun, super easy, mostly drama free and a heck of a good time. (laughs) Awesome. I would say just thinking of the way the question's phrased. So can men and women truly be friends? I would also say yes in, in the greatest definition of friendship, but Mm. 
in terms of what I, I think the person who asked this may have been leading into, can men and women truly be friends without the possibility of a romantic connection? I'd say probably not. Looking at my own life, looking at friends' lives, I think, I think it comes down to how close you are in that one-on-one relationship. How much time do you spend with a person one-on-one versus a group? I mean, guys are super fun. I love being friends with guys and having really good male friendships. But usually for me, that's in the context of, okay, they're, you know, here's a group of guys that we all hang out with together and a group of girls, or, you know, they're my friend's boyfriends or my friend's husbands. And we all get together. I think it would be very different for me to have like a deep personal one-on-one connection or converse continuing conversation with a guy who is a committed to someone else or B someone maybe that probably I wasn't interested in, in being in a romantic relationship with, right? Like, is it great to be friends with guys? And then maybe something happens. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think, I think it just, again, goes back to that sincerity being intentional. Um, and I agree with you, the emotional stuff, man, we can never, how do you, how do you control that and track that? It's, it's just tough. So no conclusive answer. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're going to have to have uh, some guests come on in our future episodes because I know people have very strong opinions about this question. And I would love to hear a little bit uh, more debate on the topic. What do you think? I think that's fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. All right. Any other questions from Instagram world? Yes. One more, Julie. Let's, let's have you take a stab at this. Um, We got a question. How do you maintain friendships when you're married or have kids? Julie, awesome. are you secretly married and have <laughs> children that I don't know about? <laughs> yes. How did I not tell you? I need, I need a I need a godmother. Are you up for it? Um, no, I am not currently married, uh, nor do I have kids. However, um, I have a lot of friends who are married, and I have two sisters-in-law, and I, I know a lot of great people who are living this life of married with kids. And I've seen some really great examples from them. You know, I know two great friends uh, who live around our area in, in Virginia, and they uh, they go on daily walks every every morning. They get together and they go for a walk around their neighborhood. And they have two daughters. I think they're both in fifth or sixth grade. And they're just best friends. And it's so beautiful to see that even though they're both married and they have kids and lives and soccer games and they both work and, you know, life they they make time for each other and they make that commitment to each other. And I think that's really beautiful. I love seeing that. And then, you know, seeing my sisters-in-law, they, I think they're great at calling friends or even being on Instagram and, and messaging friends and keeping up a friendship with me. So I think for anyone wondering, you know, how to do that, I guess, I guess it would go back to the time thing, right? If you have a lot of kids, I guess, I think your time is very limited and I would say, you know, using the time that you have, whether that is folding laundry or whether that is, you know, on your commute to work, maybe calling a friend or um, I know even people who like swap babysitting times and the kids all hang out together, you know, and the, the husbands hang out or they go on a double date and, and their kids get to be really good friends too. And I think that's kind of cool. So I think there are just different ways to be very creative. It's all about, like we've been saying, intentionality, sincerity, and, and showing up for each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, Julie, I think our challenge this week was answering these questions. Um, (laughs) So I think we need a good challenge for all of our listeners this week. So I think this week, 
a really good challenge, especially with this free time we have at home during quarantine, is to take some time and organize your photo files. And whether that's electronically, or I know like me and my mom have like these huge boxes of printed photos from over the years. And it's been really fun. My mom like keeps sending baby pictures of me (laughs) every day. I know. I love it. I was so cute. Um, I was like a little baby Grinch, like huge cheeks all. Um, no, but it's it's been really fun. Like getting those photos. I think that's something we can all do is, you know, go through our computers, do different albums. If you have printed photos, put them in frames, you know, just reflect on those memories you've had with past friends and Hey, maybe do what my mom's doing and like take a little picture of them and then text it out or email it out and be like, Hey, remember when? And it might be a fun way to reconnect with an old friend who you haven't talked to in a while, or it might just be a fun way to spice up conversation you have with a friend every day. So I think that'd be kind of a fun challenge to speak. Super cute. Something that has saved me recently uh, with that is the Google shared album on your on your phone. If mm-hmm. you have an iPhone or Google Pixel, as you do, Shannon, mm-hmm. and having those shared albums where you can name the person. You know, if I type in Shannon, all the pictures of you will come up on my right. phone. And it's I love that feature. It's great. Yeah, um, cool. it makes things a lot easier. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun to answer these questions um, from our listeners this week. Please keep the questions coming on in. We'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas. Feel free to comment on the Love Girl Talk podcast on our website. Let us know. Can men and women be friends? What's it like to uh, <laughs> weed out your friend garden? Or how do you keep up a good friendship? What are, what are the most essential qualities for you and a friend? We'd love to hear. So please comment. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Our Girl Talk and participate in our polls there too. See our latest content. If you have suggestions, comments, questions, you can email us at info at ourgirltalk.org. And to learn more about Girl Talk or to donate, visit our website at ourgirltalk.org. Feel free while you're there. You can check out our Coffeehouse community. It's a place to build community, have deeper conversations, and grow personally and professionally uh, we love having you here on the podcast, and it's been really neat to to grow this with you. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for being such good friends to us and showing up for us, listening to our podcast, accepting us for who we are, and definitely challenging us to be the best women that we can be. And we hope you remember you are enough, you are worthy, you are loved. Love, Girl Talk. <laughs>